ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of almost all ages, with parental consent. The Sick Twisted Minds at Sacrificial Pond Productions brings you a new style of horror film, like nothing you have seen before. There are no cops, no investigations. There is no backstory, no follow-up of the victims who are brutally tortured and murdered. Our story isn't about them. Normal terror is about a single dad struggling to make ends meet. His son is his first priority. He goes to work, pays his bills, and is generally a great dad. The twist comes after he puts his son to bed. This is where he releases his stress. Some people do yoga, some hit the gym, some go for runs, some people paint on a canvas. An anonymous source once wrote on an abandoned asylum wall, I never understood people until I took one apart just to see how it worked. If you are rear-ended in traffic, most people's thought runs to anger and their primal instincts of hurting the other party. Sam Neill does not have the ability to stop that primal instinct. Let us take you into the mind of a killer. Normal Terror is a concept from the mind of Sam Mason, who wrote, directed, produced, and is starring in this new age feature film. Let's get slicing and dicing with Sir Sturdy Horror fans. On this podcast, you will hear me and a guest do some movie reviews, random funny horror chats, and whatever else comes to mind. So tune in, kick back, relax, and always remember... I'll see you in your nightmares. Well, this station's mask. What's up, horror fans? Another episode of Horror with Sir Sturdy. Got my bro Chris back with me. Chris, what's good? Yes, yes, I'm back, man. Highly requested, highly requested. We got This one's a little bit different. Doing a little freestyle podcast. I've done them before. We're just going to come up with a horror movie ideas, bouncing back and forth off each other. And um, if you do use these ideas, I want credit. Chris wants credit. And I want to check. Yeah, that, that counts as credit. I want to check. Credit is cool, but I, I prefer cash. I want both. I want my name in the credits, and I want the money. Thank you. <laughs> but, yeah, we were just driving. Matter of fact, I just scooped him. We were just driving, talking, or whatever. And I was like, he, I forgot what he said exactly. He just, all I remember him saying, mentioned Horror Con. And I was like, that would be a dope spot for a horror movie. The premise of this, or the idea would be a fan. I'm a huge, huge fan of horror, obviously, which everyone is that goes to these cons. It's just, he wants to act out some horror scenes. And... Not only that, I'm going to add this right now real quick. I just thought of it. He wants to do his own horror movie. He has a couple of friends that are down with the whole idea of what he's getting ready to do. And what he does is he dresses as different horror characters throughout the whole weekend, and he kills people. And his friends are recording it, but they're not recording it live. They're going to release it, let's say, after the con's over. They're going to release the whole thing, and they think it's a fucking brilliant idea, which it's not. What you got? Damn, this shit sound how you gonna how you gonna start off the podcast like that and you know I'm gonna follow Damn. Well I mean he just um um he just basically laid out um um a Grammy Award winning horror film, but I'm gonna wait a minute, do films even win Grammys? I think Oscars. Oscars, right. Yeah, but they don't horror them doesn't shits, get enough man. love. It's one of them sh- I mean, um this motherfucking one of them awards they don't like giving black people. <laughs> but look, um basically I think that 
my idea for a great horror film, you have to combine certain elements. Mm-hmm. You understand? There's a lot of elements that really make things horrifying, make things, make things that really makes you afraid. You know, and one of those elements, I think, um, it has to be silence. Mm. Silence, like silence is frightening. Think about it. You know, like just imagine, you know what I mean? You in the house, the computer gone, the TV, everything gone. You hear your wife in the back, the door barking, everything. The next thing you know, you just hear complete silence. You're going to be scared as a motherfucker. Hello? 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 <laughs> anyway, like why do people say hello when they hear silence? Nobody there, man. That's a good question. You know what I'm saying? But silence scares the shit out of people, man. Now, with the silence thing, with your idea of the silence, is it like to where, for example, say, your wife's talking to you, and all of a sudden she's still talking, the dog's still barking, but you just can't hear anymore? But you're not deaf, but there's no sound? Um, I mean, that's a good twist, too. That's definitely you know a good I mean? twist. You know what I mean? We could put that in the um, deleted scenes. You know what I'm saying? We're going to put that direction in the deleted scenes. But basically, the way I'm thinking is that, you know what I'm saying, you hear silence, like, that's when shit gets crazy, for example. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, whatever this is, whatever's killing motherfuckers, whatever's slicing people up, whatever's gouging your eyeballs out or sticking a knife in your stomach and sliding down to your fucking pelvis and fucking Ooh. ripping whatever out, it doesn't come unless things are silent. So this is a film where, like... You know what I'm saying? They're trying to keep the noise on, keep the noise. Oh, okay. You know what I'm what saying? saying? Because as soon as there's silence, this thing is going to come for you. You know what I mean? I see exactly what and you're saying. And now when this thing comes for you, another strong element for um horror films, I would have to say, is, is shit jumping out of nowhere real aggressively and loud mm-hmm. are coming on. So shit got to be startling you. You know what I mean? When this thing comes, it's busting through the wall in the middle of this podcast. You know what I mean? Like but, it's, but all silent though, right? Um, no, no, no. when the noise comes? Okay. No, no, no. Like, when this thing comes, it brings the noise. Okay, okay, okay. It brings the motherfucking noise. It brings the bass. It brings the drums, the guitar, and all that shit. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Now, playing off of that, what if it was something like that? You're saying it's complete silence. You have to make it noise. There has to be noise, and the noise has to be, at, like, at a certain, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Decibel? Decibel? I believe that's the word I'm looking for. That's, that's actually the right word. So, if it's any quieter than that, the thing can come. Yeah. But yeah. It, I, it has to be at something, it has to be at a certain noise to where it's hard to sleep because you need sleep. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So it has to be at a certain noise where it's hard to sleep, but not, I mean, not ridiculously loud like a party next door, but you want it to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I'm, I'm more than a whisper. Yeah. More than a whisper. Just think, and then just think of people who have children, babies at home like yourself. Mm hmm. Obviously, certain noises are going to keep the baby up when you just got the baby to sleep. So it can only be silent for so long to get the baby to go down to sleep. And then all of a sudden, you have to have that noise back up. Mm-hmm. I like that, though. Another thing, too, is that you have to get attacked in the shower. I think that that's, I think that on a low, that's every man's fear. I know that that's one of my fears. Like, every time I'm soaping up my face, I'm just imagining being brutally slaughtered. In the shower, like I'm in a rush to get the soap from my eyes to the point where I even open my eyes prematurely just to get that intense burn right in the corner. And you know that burn don't go away. That oh, burn is so serious. You know it all depends on the toxicity. Is is that a word? I mean, 
Texas. Yeah, somebody like Google that for me. Somebody Google that for me in the back. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But it all depends on the toxicity of your soap. But that burn is no joke. But just the fear of being attacked in the shower, I think that's very scary. See, now, yeah, that's funny you say that because my thing would be getting attacked while taking a shit. Because there ain't really much you could do, especially if you're in a small quarter bathroom. Like, say if it's just a half a bathroom. As soon as somebody opens that door, you're done. Oh, that's bad. Because the shower, as crazy as it is, you'd still have a slim chance. But if you're in a small-ass bathroom, because I feel like when you're... You when can't you, get a test taking a shit. That's when, like when you're a, going to the bathroom, though, yo, like, all your defense is down. You're trying to just not, like, relax, like, take a nap. But your body's just relaxed, just, like, releasing all that toxic energy and all that crap. Literally crap. And then all of a sudden, someone just busts in the door and... Oh, man, that's That's it. Right. That's not but I would be highly upset if anybody busting the door while I'm shitting. To kill me? Like, at least wait. Let me, you know, let me finish. And it's going to be worse shit. because, you know, they're probably going to bust in the door while you hop, while you probably like halfway through the log. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So your butthole is going to clinch right at the last minute, cutting off the doodle log pretty much. So you're going to have a little piece of doodle turtlenecking out your motherfucking butt while you trying to wrestle this big motherfucker off you with a machete. Oh, it, man, that's bad. It, just the sound. I feel like either the sound of them busting through the door is either going to scare the shit out of you, literally, or just you're going to clinch up like you're saying. Either way, it's bad because, like I said, I... And as you're wrestling him, you're still going to be shitting. Yeah, oh, man. So you're still going to be... So it's, so it's still shit coming out your butt while you're wrestling this big machete-welding maniac. Not to mention, I don't know about y'all, but I pee when I shit. Yeah. Not pee, you know what I mean? It's like burgers and fries, <laughs> peanut butter and jelly, <laughs> salt and pepper. I you know, so nine times out of ten, you peeing and shitting at the same time while you trying to fight this much. You know, you might actually win. <laughs> you know what I mean? That sounds like a combination that not too many monsters want to be a part of. That would be a, a good horror comedy right there, though. But I'm just saying, though, like, it's I feel if somebody has the audacity to kill you when you're shitting, they really want to kill you. Oh, they don't give a fuck. Because there's they there's just certain, you know... There's certain things you don't do. That's that's one thing that's like, you know, if, if I'm reading a book, watching TV, eating some chicken, I'm in a horror movie, want to slice me off, go ahead. But when I'm shitting, that's my that's when I'm at my peace. That's when I brainstorm at times. Like when I come up with these crazy ideas, don't don't fuck with that, please. And now look, another thing, another thing I would have to say with being my film is that you have to be trapped somehow. Like what was that what was that movie where um I think it was Rod Digger. Remember they were stuck in the house overnight? I'm not sure about they that were one. stuck in the, um... Oh, let me see. I think it was, um, thir 13 Ghosts. Was that what it was called? I've, I did see... She was in that? 13 Ghosts. I think she was. And, like, it was, like, different rooms. They yeah, were up those it. 13 different... Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, like, something like that. I think that that idea of being trapped for a certain amount of time, or, like, that time limit, or even, like, with The Purge, I think that's what made The Purge so amazing, because you knew that... For these next twelve hours, anything goes. Like. Or um, going to the trap thing, you could, similar to like the saw ideas. They're getting oh, trapped oh, yeah, these things yeah, for yeah. different. Uh -huh, they're uh -huh. getting trapped for different reasons. But what if um, shit? What if they're just getting trapped because they're in the wrong place, wrong time? Not because of anything they did in their life. They just shit. Boom. Example: You go out to a party, go to a club. All of a sudden, all the doors are locked, barred up. All the windows are locked, barred up, and fucking shit. <laughs> the roof is literally on fire. Like, niggas singing and dancing about it, but like, no, nah, the roof is really on fire. Stop jumping around and let's get the fuck out of here. And it was funny that you mentioned Saw because Saw, that's another film that, you know, it focuses on certain elements. And I would say one of the elements of Saw is that 
you aren't gonna die fast. Mm -mm. You aren't gonna die quick. It's gonna be a slow, painful, torturous death. I think that Saw is legendary for his creative kills, but not even just creative, painful. I'm talking about Saw has some of the most painful, so that's what makes it scary, because if this dude was just stabbing motherfuckers in the back, like Candyman, it's a, you know what I mean? A little bit of fake blood from the corner of your mouth. That's light, you know what I mean? I could do that, you know what I'm saying? But if you're talking about peeling a nigga, skin off and a fingernail, every finger and toenails and taking my foot and slamming my pinky nose on 9,000 dresses and all types of shit like that and motherfucking hitting me. You know what I mean? You doing too much. You know what I mean? Like banging my shin on 10,000 bed frames. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's torture, man. No, you know I, what I'm saying? I get it with that. I get you with that. Like, the Saw series, well, I don't care what anybody says about it. It was actually a good series overall. And... The, like you're saying with the torturous shit in it and the long painful deaths is the worst because it's just like again if you're in that situation in these movie situations I'm saying not in real life obviously people don't get crazy you want to be done quick you don't want that quick you don't want that slow painful agonizing torturous death you want that shit like yo if you're gonna cut my head off just do it quick don't sit there and trim little by little so I'm surviving and feeling this shit that's bullshit exactly I'm, nobody deserves I wanna that I want to die fast I want to die fast yeah. I don't want to die slow. Make this shit fast. You know what I'm saying? Make this shit fast. Make this shit as painless as possible. I'm not trying to be dying for an hour. Nah, hell no. You know what I mean? I only got about, you know what I'm saying, 10, 11 seconds, nigga. Make it something instant. You know what I'm saying? Hit something that when you hit whatever the fuck it is, I ain't going to make it no more. Because if you're talking about killing me for about an hour, I can't die for an hour? <laughs> Here's you another. Crazy? Here's another one though. Girl. That's a different type of death right there. All this technology that we have, right? Imagine if all your technology you have is ran by, let's say, a hundred people. They, you know, every time you use it, it studies you, whatever. If whether this really happens or not, but this is where it's going to be the twist. It controls your mind to make you do shit. Like say, out of nowhere, everybody on their phones, no matter what kind of phone it is, no matter what kind of computer it is. Anything that has technology in it, even your vehicles now with all the computers and shit in it, something just takes over your mind and say, uh, for one, it makes you go straight to your bank account, makes you take out loans, you empty all your account, and everybody sends Oh, that's scary as hell. That's You're going to have motherfuckers getting motherfucking nightmares. You're going to have motherfuckers with PTSD. Yeah, that right there. Just with shit. the money shit and then fucking just anything. Like, what if it makes you not only, after you do all this, it makes you go live on your Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, whatever, and torture yourself to death. Nah, but you know, it's funny you say that because I was thinking that, like, yo, with everything being smart, shit can really get serious right now. Yeah. Like, if you think, imagine if every smartphone was to just shut off right now for the next hour. Well, um, not even an hour. Let's say the next 24 hours. Do you know that would send the world into chaos? It really would. Just for 24 People wouldn't know how to handle it. If people aren't able to contact each other, they're reaching out to this. They don't know what's going mm -hmm. on. People are calling the babysitter. They can't. The fuck. Just, just and, and that's just phones. Now imagine if the internet was to go. Like there's companies that rely on oh, the yeah. internet. Rely on it. You know they can't afford for things to shut down. Things like Wall Street. Things like you know what I mean. It's a lot of things that's going on. You can't. You know you can't afford for 24. Hours. So I feel like if the computers were to rage. Where to wage wars on the humans right now, the computers would win. Or here's another thing now. Oh, phones. You're saying if they're off for twenty four hours, what if 
say fucking tomorrow, for example, every single cell phone blew up. Every single smartphone blew up. Now, just imagine how often you're on your phone, and it just happens randomly. Like, it's, there's no certain time. Mine, say mine blows up at 10 in the morning, yours can blow up in the afternoon. It just boom, blows up. You figure out you have it in your pocket usually. You have it in your hand, or you have it right... Your phone is never, let's say, six feet away from you. That shit going to be in motherfuckers' hands when it blow up. This and society then, is going to be in people's hands. You're going to have yeah. a lot of six-finger motherfuckers running around because they motherfucking shit stay in their hand. That's exactly what you were going to have. And that's a fact, Jack. Now, just imagine the people who have, if you have multiple phones, and then say computers. Let's throw computers in there. Let's throw tablets in there. Let's throw smart TVs in there. That's going to be some shit going down, yo. Oh, yeah, of course. There ain't going to be no fucking... Play, play. That's that's it. Like that's that's done. Oh, you talking next level hard? I thought you was just talking about just giving the people a little. You know what I mean? Not at, shaking, anything. I mean, shaking them up a little bit. You talking about really traumatizing anything. people? Anything. Shit. And now, why do you think horror movies aren't as funny today, or not as funny? Um, excuse me, excuse me. Why do you think horror movies aren't as horrific, aren't as frightening, aren't you know, as scary? Um, honestly, I think it's, I think it's about the same in a sense. It's just, we're more, we're more used to seeing certain shit in real life to where a movie ain't going to scare you too much anymore. Like you're used to seeing real life horror to where <laughs> the point to where it's like, oh shit, this is nothing. We're talking about like poverty and shit <laughs> or like fucking, yeah, just, or, or anything, just fucking savagery. Just savagery in general. Like I don't want to bring it up because, you know, this podcast is about good shit, but Sad to say, like, a school shooting is a whole lot scarier than fucking Jason Voorhees. Yeah, no, you ain't. I don't want to talk too much on that, because that's not what it's about. But that's just to kind of answer your question. But at the same time, I do feel like horror can still be up there as far as fear-wise. Like, me, I'm not going to say I'm immune to horror. I, <laughs> Excuse me. I don't have nightmares or anything like that, but I know people that still do that certain movies, like possession movies, really bother a lot of people. And um, me, I enjoy it all. There's there's movies that obviously I'll watch here and there. I'll jump, you know, the jump scares and shit, but nothing really like scares me like holy shit. I fucking can't go downstairs. I can't go to the attic. I fucking yeah, I got yeah, yeah. I don't on. think I really get to that level. But some people still either. do. And I I love that's one thing I love about it. Like I love watching like my wife. She scares real easy, especially with those type of movies. Uh-huh. And I love watching those type of movies with her or even jump scares in general cuz she'll jump all the time and like cover her eyes and all this shit. And the funny thing is, nine times out of ten, yo, she knows it's coming, but it still just gets her, and it's it's awesome. And me, I just I love it because I know I know it's coming for the most part. But there's those I like the times when in the movies there's those twists where you you know you hear the loud music, you hear the fucking shit shake in the background, and yeah, nothing happens. Yeah, yeah. Then it gets quiet. You turn around, boom, you see a face. I'm like right. oh shit, but yeah, that's, that's not really about. that's know, not that really fear. Effect. That's just like that jump scare. Yeah, get yeah. your heart racing, get your blood like flowing. You're more so startled. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're shot, surprised, and shit like that. Which I honestly feel like it's healthy if you think about it. I mean, depending on your heart conditions, I don't mind somebody who has a bad heart watching a horror movie and die because of that shit. But just the jump, just the adrenaline I you mean, get from watching I it, mean, yo, if a it's motherfucker a good die from your movie, that's a motherfucking good-ass movie. Yeah. I mean... That, that would that, be some shit. That's something you got to think about. But do we want people to die watching that film? Like, maybe. Like an old motherfucker. Like you got to think, if a nigga 80 years old, he's dying a hard thing. I don't know if I'd want somebody to... Like, if I made a movie... like that. Maybe pass out. 
or throw up. But I wouldn't want somebody to die from it. Just because I... Throw up? That means your shit's trash. No, nah, I mean throw up because it's... Because, like, say, the gore from it, they're just like, this is disgusting. Like, the gore and just ripping people apart, the blood. I'd rather somebody die shit. watching it. I think if somebody die watching my horror film, you know, that makes it more horrible. Yeah. That's a different level, though, yo. That is a, that's a level. Like I said, you know if they I mean? pass out, cool. I'm cool with that. But I don't want nobody, I don't think I want nobody to die from that shit. At this rate, man, the way you drinking these Mountain Dew Kickstarts, man, you might be passing out soon, man. It should never. There is no reason that there's about 16 <laughs> or 17 bottles of Mountain Dew Kickstart around this motherfucking studio, man. Those are just on the weekend. That's one weekend, that's another weekend, and this one right here is for this weekend. He drinks. He drinks it on the weekend like it's Hennessy, people. <laughs> hey, man. I got to. This is what keeps me up to get me recording them when I got to record late night with my, my guys over on the West Coast and shit. Every weekend, every weekend, he gets a six-pack of um, Mountain Dew <laughs> kickstart, and he gets up with the fellas, yep. and they motherfucking watch these movies and be scared as a motherfucker. Hey, man. You got to do what you got to do. This is what keeps the podcast rolling, keeps the podcast great. So I guess my next question to you is, when will you be filming your very own horror film because i know it's coming <laughs> i don't know yo like honestly i would love to write something up more than filming something and just have that idea out there which i'm kind of sort of working on stuff here and there with my guy sam sending him ideas and stuff that's like my main my main thing as far as being involved in a horror movie like i would love to write something up something crazy come up with some crazy idea and just write something up. And even if, say I send it to somebody, say I send it to, I'm just going to use my guy, say, say I send it to my guy Sam and I had a thousand ideas and he used ten of them, I'm cool with that because I'm like, yo, I did that. That's my shit on screen. You know what I mean? No, yeah, definitely, man. I feel but it's you, just man. like, I wouldn't mind being behind, I wouldn't mind being in front of a camera, behind the camera, but I'm just, I like the I think it would be a dope film. Side. I like, think it would be a dope film. Because you have to understand, you have watched some of the most legendary, some of the most epic, some of the most innovative, impactful to society horror films that there is from other countries, from America, low budget, high budget, medium budget. I think you are highly knowledgeable in what it takes to make a film Scary to be honest, I think nobody is more qualified than you to make a horror film. And if you do not make a horror film, you would be letting your fans down. I do, I That's greatly I appreciate that. <clears throat> and like I said, I want to write something up. And, um, honestly, if as crazy as this may sound, if I had my choice of being in a high budget horror film, this is me not directing or anything about it, or a low budget film, I'd rather be in a low budget film. And I say that because with a high budget film, there's so many high expectations. And nowadays, nine times out of ten, they're shit. But if you watch these low-budget films, these fan-made films, somebody like fans that really care about it, they really put their all into it. Even if they don't have the budget, they put their all into it. You can tell, and it's just really, really fucking entertaining. And just, it's awesome. It's like if they had just this budget that these guys had, but these ideas and the passion that they have already, they would go crazy. Yeah, I think um, I think a lot of time with the films. You know, the films with, like, the um, higher budget, they rely more on the effects. You know, they rely more on the effects on, you know what I'm saying, the you know, the props, the extras. You know, they got the top makeup artists that can really make a wound look like it's to the white meat. 
You know, so they rely on that. But I feel like the low-budget film people, they can't really rely too much on visuals, you know, because the majority of their visuals will be low-quality. So they are relying more on the plot, you know, the story, you know what I'm saying, frightening you, you know, at the very end or towards the end of the film, when the film was starting to climax, you just find out that somebody you've been rolling with the whole film, that's the person that you need to get the furthest away from, mm. you know, which is um, which is actually a concept a lot of films actually use. I mean, there's a lot of things, yo, you know, I mean, you got my mind going. I might actually go home and direct a horror film tonight called Bills. <laughs> That's a never going away film right there. National but, Grid Part One. But on to what you were just saying though, yo, like with the low budget films, a lot of their effects, their special effects, their practical effects, they're getting so much better with it. And a lot of these people, with same with the makeup, they're all self taught. So yo, it's crazy how these people do. Like to the point to where they're they're just about up as far as the talent and the skill of knowing, <coughs> excuse me, knowing how to do the stuff, they're up there with the high budget movies. They might not have that budget to get all the stuff that they need, the equipment to make the practical effects and the stuff to make the makeup. But they're there. Talent-wise, they're definitely, definitely there. I watch a lot of people and shit. I'm just like, yo, this is amazing. It's it's amazing, man. It really is. And I just, <laughs> I can't wait to see it grow some more, yo. Like, it's, I had started this podcast in January of this, the beginning of this year, January. And heading into the new year, just from me really focusing on horror a lot more i see so much going to these cons and stuff like you see so much it's crazy when you're like with this podcast when you're focused on something like that and then you just see so much of it you see so many other dope horror podcasts dope horror fans and all that that really have something to give to the i'll call it the culture the horror culture or whatever you want to call it oh it's definitely culture definitely and i love how with this for the most part i mean it's not me against you or me against them or us against them. It's like it's us together trying to just get this horror community so much bigger and so much fucking better. There is little tiffs here and there with people and shit. I stay out of all the drama. I don't got time for that bullshit. I just want to keep making this dope podcast, eventually get involved in some dope horror movies and get on other podcasts and shit. Keep growing, yo. Yeah, definitely, man. Sounds like a plan, man. Definitely sounds like a plan. It sounds like a great plan. It sounds like a plan that I'm um I'm actually honored to be a part of. You know, um, I remember when you was telling me about the podcast, you know what I'm saying, and what you wanted to try to do. And even though I seen the vision, you know, I never would have imagined that it would amount to this. You know, um me seeing you with actual people from scary movies, like that's frightening right there. Like, yo, he's with the ops. <laughs> He's with the motherfucking ops. Like I seen this motherfucker kill about nineteen, twenty motherfuckers all throughout the eighties, and he taking pictures with this motherfucker. Hell yeah! You know what I mean? But that's why, yeah, man, it's time to take it to another level because you know what would really be scary if you didn't release the film. Yeah. I think that'd really be scary. The regret that'd come from that. Oh man, that's my second motherfucking horror film. It's gonna be called Regret. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, my second, yo, if I start making a horror films, you motherfuckers is going to be frightened. I'm talking about frightened like a motherfucking man. You know what I'm saying? I, another thing I would like to see in horror, and we're starting to see it because of Jordan Peele, more, and this isn't about a race thing, but I'd like to see more black horror films that are taken a lot more serious than just, I, I love, don't get me wrong, I love horror comedies, fucking love them. 
But I'd like to see more because the the only one we really have, the best one we have, hands down, is Candyman. Yeah, and then we have, and then we have Get Out, and now Jordan's coming out with another one. I forgot what it's called. I just seen the trailer the other day, but oh yeah, um, you know what I'm um, talking about, right? Us, us. There we go. That right there looks looks good, and I want to see more. Like I would like to see a um, I want to see more of that. I would like to see a black paranormal movie, similar to par- well, not paranormal activity, just you know the ghosts, the spirits, and all that shit. Mm-hmm. I would like to see a black slasher movie, similar to Candyman, Jason, Michael Myers, all that. And it doesn't have to just be black characters in it. I just like I would like to see have the main like the main guy as far as the slasher be black, and as far as like the paranormal shit, black like the you know the spirits whatever. Let them be black for once, and a couple of family members being black, whatever. Just more serious black horror. That's it. Just oh my god, not so yo, much jokey you shit. Would, yo, you would get your second Oscar or Emmy or whatever the fuck if you had like scary. Black monsters, because that is how you scare the shit out of white America. If you have some black zombies with hoodies running around and shit, with motherfucking true religion jeans on and shit, and boots, Tim's, oh my God, motherfuckers is going to be scared as that. Because, you know, they're scared of motherfuckers like that just on the regular. <laughs> motherfuckers walk around, you know what I mean, just regular hardworking people and shit with hoodies and Tim's on and shit, they're scared of. So if you got, oh my God, zombies and Tim's, is you dead ass, bitch? You can't be dead ass. <laughs> this guy said zombies and Tim's. I could already see that. See right there? I could see that being a horror movie, but it'd be like a horror comedy movie, but I would watch it. Zo- <laughs> I could, that would be the title right there, Zombies and Tim's. Zombies and Tim's. Yo, what was the name of that one horror comedy? Oh, my God. The motherfuckers was like British. Oh, man. They were British. You got to know the movie. I think it was Zombies in it. What the fuck was it? House of... Oh, my God. Some, oh my God! What's the name of this movie? Is it old? It's probably about close to ten years old, man. I want to say. Let me see if I can find it on the Googles. Oh man, it's like a it's like a horror comedy. It's with zombies and shit. British horror comedy. Let's see yeah. if I can find that. Oh man, this one is a good one. I don't know if I've seen a British horror comedy, to be honest. Shaun of the Dead? Yeah, Shaun of the Dead. I got to check. People talk about that all the fucking time. Shaun I got to check Dead. that out. That one was, a, you know what I mean? That's one of the better ones because, you know, it's very rare you find a good horror comedy. That's one of the better ones because it was actually scenes that were actually pretty, pretty, pretty scary. Mm-hmm. You know, but, yeah, I mean, Zombies and Tims, man. That shit might not get no Oscar, but it's going to get a lot, of sh- a lot of love in the hood. You know what, yo? I think you should write something up about that. Zombies and Mother... Oh. I just at, thought about all the hard work. And at at the very least, even if it wasn't a movie, make it a short story. Oh, man, that, that's going to be my third motherfucking horror film, the scariest one. It's going to be called Hard Work. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be a trilogy. I'm about to make a motherfucking trilogy of real-life horrors. i never seen nobody with it like this. People, I took the cap off the water. The water is to the very top. I've never seen nothing like this. Yeah, man. Oh, he must have gave me some. Um, he must have gave me some filled again water bottle. This is Clover Clover Valley. He gave it to me filled. This is Tap Water Valley. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we gonna give this a call. Oh, oh, but yo, before before we go, I have to give a major shout out to Keith Thomas. Oh hell yeah, Keith Thomas out in Albany, Stickies. What's the address? Two twenty four Washington. Nope, nope, nope. Two twenty eight Washington Avenue, Albany, New York. Oh, excuse me, Mr. Google Maps. No, nah, listen, yo. <laughs> I went there one time as far as driving there to pick up chicken. And for those of you who don't live in upstate New York, <clears throat> I picked this chicken up. It's in Albany. It's about 
half hour from where I live in Schenectady, grabbed this chicken, brought it home, didn't eat any of it until I got home, still crispy, still nice and hot and crispy. That is saying a lot. You can't say that about everywhere where you get chicken from, but this spot, definitely hit it up, 228 Washington Avenue if you're in upstate New York in the Albany area. If you're coming to visit the Albany area, go hit the, the wings. They're, they're amazing. Get the signature sauce. Don't even be silly. Get the wings with the signature sauce. You might as well just get 12 because if you get six, you're going to want six more. And, um, yes, amazing wings. Told some co-workers about it. That's damn near every day. That's all we talk about is sticky wings. So go get some stickies. Go get some stickies and tell them Chris Gibbs or Sir Sturdy sent you. There you go. And on that note, you got anything else you want to say about the horror? You know what? Horror movies and wings go great together. If you're up around this area, Sticky Wings, horror movies, or Sticky Wings and the Horror Search 30 podcast. Can't get much better than that. Trust me. And, and, um, and, and I would like to take a, take a second to send a shout-out um, to my girl, Amani A. Stevens. Um, that macaroni and cheese you made the other day was delicious. It just crossed my mind. I, and and I felt inclined to say something about it. Um, um, I want to give a shout out to my daughter Zuri, um, for stretching out the necks of all my shirts. <laughs> you know, for some reason she um, um she decides to um hang on to me by the necks of my shirts. And I want to give another shout out to um my oldest daughter Ava Gibbs. You know, Daddy will be seeing you soon. Well. On that note, I guess we can wrap it up. You got anything else you want to plug before we out, bro? I mean, that's it, man. Wrap it up. It's a Reynolds. You want to shout out to your plug your girl's uh, hair thing? Oh, yeah. Yo, if you need your hair done, make sure you book with Yay, whether it is frontals, whether it are, whether it's closures, if you need somebody to install, 360, sew-ins, quick weaves, whatever you need. She got you wigs, cut colored style by yay she does the thing wash and set she's not dominican but she does wash and sets like him <clears throat> she's not african but she definitely does braids like him hit up yay because she slay and that's what we gonna do today and if anybody say and oh shit that's enough <laughs> <laughs> that shit was flowing for a second i'm about to say i'm in the this wrong studio man shit master p shit, <laughs> the hook up, but yeah um when you get a chance send me those links and what i'll do <clears throat> and my list, as my listeners know, I have a thing on my Podbean page called Cool Pages to Check Out. I'll post it right on there so people can go there and check those out and check out the other pages on there. And on that note, ladies and gents, if you ever want to be on this podcast, send me an email, horrorwithsir.sturdy at gmail.com. Again, that's horrorwithsir.sturdy at gmail.com. I got a Facebook group and a Facebook page, both the same name, horrorwithsir.sturdy. Go check those out. Platforms I'm on right now. Podbean, iTunes, Google Play, iHeartRadio, I have to check out, but I'm going to look into that. Spotify, Stitcher, many more. And I'm also on YouTube. I also play uh, video games here and there on the, on the weekends with my brother on Twitch. You can find me, horror underscore sir sturdy. Horror underscore sir underscore sturdy. My PSN, that's PlayStation name, is sir underscore sturdy. So if you guys want to get in and get some gaming on, hit me up. And thanks for listening. Thanks for all the love. Greatly appreciate it. And as always, I'll see you in your nightmares. And get some stickies. Peace. 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 Peace.